0: Welcome to Unyoung Heroes, a podcast about celebrating aging and dementia, where we dive into topics that are interesting, relevant, randomly uncomfortable, and
1: sometimes funny. We are your hosts, Kelly Moran and Megan Kent. We've been receiving some fantastic questions from our listeners lately, including one that is especially important. What should I consider when searching for senior living communities for myself or for my loved one? To help us answer this, we're excited to have Beth Prentice as our guest host. Finding the right senior living community can be a daunting task. Beth will share some helpful tips and tricks to make the process smoother. Welcome back, everybody. We are so excited to have our co-host today, Beth Prentice. Hi, Beth.
0: Hi, Megan. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. So tell our listeners a little bit about you. Well, um, I'm Beth Prentice, and um, I have been working with seniors for over 13 years now. I started um, when my good friend Kelly Moran (laughs) um, invited me to uh, come to one of her communities at the time uh, to help with activities, actually. So I used to own a travel agency, and I did a lot of tours and trips with uh, Kelly Seniors. So I had so much fun doing that. I didn't it. even know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So when uh, she needed somebody for sales and marketing, she gave me a call and said, you have to do this job. Oh You're going to be great at it. So, yeah. it's, it's all- history ever since. Yep. Kelly oh Kelly had
1: me start my career. <laughs> so what is your why? So I, I know that Kelly kind of guided you a little bit, but what is your why to working with the senior population?
0: Um. My why is probably, and it changes all the time for sure, um, but I just love the fact that we do such a great job keeping them our senior population safe, uh loved, you know, um, peace of mind for the families, you know, um, just hearing stories and loving on our seniors is my passion, yeah, yeah, I would have to agree,
1: uh so today we are talking about. What do you look for when moving into a senior living community? And this was a question that we've been receiving. I think we received it about four or five times in an email. Um, and it's a really good question. We The past couple of episodes, we're talking about assisted living, memory care, um, independent living, and skilled nursing facilities. And what's the difference? So we thought it would be a great opportunity to start talking about what do you look for? In, Who's better to talk about that than somebody who, uh, you know, was a part of the sales process for senior living communities? And still, you know, you have a big piece in that still now today in your current role. Correct. And it's a challenging position to be in for families to start looking for senior living communities. Why do you think it's so challenging? <sighs> That's a good question. I, th- I think there's a lot of different different variables that come into play, especially if, if it's yourself looking for senior living communities or if you're looking for your loved one so it could be if you're looking for yourself feeling like a loss of independence um you know you're giving up your home maybe that you've lived in for 20 years you or you've raised your whole family in mm-hmm. and you're downsizing into a one bedroom or a two bedroom apartment in independent living or an assisted living or a memory care that's that in itself is really challenging um you know finances, coming up with the funds and understanding the different costs associated with all those different lines of care that you can be receiving and the different communities that you can be a part of. Yeah, and for absolutely. F- for families, it's scary to make that choice
0: for somebody that you love. It, they, they tend to feel guilty.
1: Yeah. And why do you think that is?
0: Well... It's, it's really um, interesting, like 85% of people when they're looking for a senior community mm-hmm. will call up and ask for assisted living. My mom, my dad, my neighbor, you know, my grandmother, they all need assisted living. And the question, and if you have a really good uh, community specialist or leasing agent, they should be asking all the right questions you know the first thing out of their mouth they should say what does assisted living look like to you Mm. because is it a meal is it housekeeping is it um they don't drive anymore maybe they just need transportation that's that's more or less independent living yeah because most independent living communities have those available Mm -hmm. for their uh for the residents.
1: Yeah. I like that you said that if they're a good sales specialist or community specialist, yes. because that question of, well, what does that look like to you? Instead of saying, oh, well, tell me what your mom needs. And they they start to, you know talking about the things, the different things that their mom or dad needs. And you're like, oh, no, no, no. They don't need assisted living. They need independent living. and You don't want to be made, uh, to sound like you're stupid or that you don't know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. That's very scary. So I'm glad that you said that. Yep. Being more curious about what does that look like to you? Yep. What, are th-
0: what are the things that your mom or dad is We making? always call it discovery, mm-hmm. you know, because we want to discover what their needs are so we can meet their needs. Yeah. You know, sense. so uh, when they start getting into more of a, a medical need, mm-hmm. then then you start talking about different product types, like your assisted living or your memory care. Yeah. Um. So, and most, most times when they're looking for a community for themselves, you know, the resident themselves or their, their loved one, the family, it's because something happened. Yeah. Talk about that.
1: What is like, what is an example or what are the things that you've heard of as working in a a senior living community? What was the breaking point?
0: So a fall is probably number one. You know, they've had a fall. um, The, the family member feels unsafe. In their home for some reason. So they were either falling and not telling their Mm -hmm. loved one or um, they fell and they ended up in the hospital in rehab. You know, that's a, that's a real thing. We get a lot of uh, residents coming that way. Mm -hmm. Um, It could be depression. You know, they're sitting at home. Isolated. Isolated. Like that is, if I could find all of the seniors <laughs> sitting at home, <laughs> I'd stay lonely. I would don't bother me when I'm a senior but I would just take I my, stay home. <laughs> I would take the community uh, shuttle and I'd pick them all up and bring them all in um, because that's you know loneliness is such a, a horrible thing and mm-hmm. I mean it, it can lead to um, health reasons yeah you know that we we all know. And then of course, if they do need memory care, you know they may have wandered outside and forgot where they lived. Mm-hmm. The police picked them up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And when you had said falls too, what I envision in my head is family members coming to visit and seeing bruises on their loved one and they didn't end up going to the hospital. Mm -hmm. And you ask them what's, you know, hey, what's going on? What are all these bruises from? And they don't want to tell you because once again, it's that loss of independence and they don't want to put that big responsibility
0: on their family too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we always say during the holiday, it's always a great time Um, to really look, you know, assess what's going on, spend some time, you know, have, have, if they're still driving, their seniors are still driving, you know, take them for a ride. You know, let's go for a ride. Why don't you drive? Yeah. You know, just little things like that. I think
1: too, um, when you talk about holidays is that's a comfortable spot. Being with family, is something that they've probably always done on the holiday. They've either hosted the meals or, um, you know, what have you. And this is something that we're planning on taking a look at having a episode on in the near future here, especially as we're coming to November, Thanksgiving, Christmas is coming around the corner too. But I think that taking them out of the comfortable setting. Mm -hmm. So when you had said, take them out to go for a drive, right? It's not their typical thing that they would be doing. But if you put them in a, a comfortable situation, they they might act totally
0: fine. They're on their best behavior. Yeah, yes. say
1: <laughs> it's a comfortable spot. They're yeah. able to converse. They're able to just you know be themselves. But then when you take them out of uh, that comfortability, it it really starts to show the things, the deficits that could be happening. Absolutely. So, Beth, I wanted to ask. When you were in sales, what were some of the best questions that you were asked from family members that you could tell made an impact on their decision?
0: You know, the best, uh, when you're you're looking for, it's like if you were looking for your own home Mm -hmm. or your car, you were going to do your research, right? So I loved when I had a family member that would come in and, and, and have done the research. Look at reviews. Reviews are great. They're they can be tricky, you know, mm-hmm. so you have to really look through them because if you get somebody, somebody's more or less ready to write that bad review before they write that good review. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of do your due diligence, look through the reviews, look through their websites. When they visit, talk to everyone. The front desk, we always call it the gatekeeper, yeah. they should be super friendly mm-hmm. to anybody that comes in. You know, um, they're the ones who are setting the tone. They are setting the tone for the community, you know, um, making sure that, you know, that the, the area is beautiful and clean and easy to navigate Mm -hmm. because if you have somebody with low vision, you know, um, and they're still independent, we want to keep them as independent as long as possible. You want to make sure that the, the area is very, very inviting, you know, uh, talking to residents, you know talking to families referrals mm-hmm. are the best if you can get a referral from somebody yeah
1: what are yeah i, I didn't think about that
0: that's a good point
1: yeah. but what are some of the questions that families could ask residents
0: just um how long have you been here mm-hmm. you know do you like it here you know you you hear all kinds of questions you yeah. know um tell me what you know tell me what you like about it if they say oh yeah i love living here well mm-hmm. tell me what You know, if it's the culinary department, you know, what kind of food do they make? You know, things like that. Activities. Always grab the activity calendar. Smart. Invite. I always invited my families and my residents, you know, my future residents, Mm -hmm. um, in for a meal or an activity so they could get that feeling. They can see it firsthand. Absolutely. What we're all about. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I love that. That's perfect. Um, Are there any other important questions that families should ask or
0: tips or tricks? Um, I would definitely say have a list, you know, what's important to their loved one, you know, because if it is health care, you know, um, talk to the the staff, talk to the boots on the ground caregivers. When you see them in the hallway, they should be engaging. I think that's essential. Yeah, yeah.
1: I feel like... And, you know, I've only worked for one senior living community, but I've done a couple different internships, different places, or I've done a lot of hiring for care team members at uh, senior living communities. And when I talk to those families or I talk to those caregivers, it's like the sales specialist would just
0: detour past <laughs> the care staff. Mm-hmm. That I feel like that's a red flag, don't you? I I do, yes, absolutely. You know, um, a good community specialist Mm -hmm. or leasing agent will take you around and and not, they call it feature dumping. You know, oh, this is this and this is that and this is, you know, you want to feel. Like if you do the the discovery and you understand the needs of that resident, Mm -hmm. absolutely you want to go there, right? but. Healthcare is so important because you never know when they could use it. You know, uh, most communities not only have, you know, health care available on site, mm-hmm. but they also have, you know, ancillary services. So you have your therapies, you have a house physician that comes in, podiatry, yes. um, the list goes on and on. Yeah. Even end of life, you know, hospice comes yeah. right into the communities.
1: I love that. I think it's really important to talk about all the different features, but also for our for community specialists just to really discover what is
0: it because then you could tailor that tour absolutely for that family absolutely and if they do discovery over the phone they can have that those key people available let's say somebody is super lonely and and they just want to be around people and they love music and you know we've you know if they have a piano you know, make sure that you invite them in when there's music playing, Mm -hmm. you know, so you want them to feel like, hey, we know what your needs are. We want to meet them. Yeah. You know, we want to guide them to the right fit. Yeah. That's really what makes it most impactful. Correct.
1: So we talk a lot about this feeling. And um, when you are choosing between All of these senior living communities, and they're popping up. I mean, they're popping up fast. You have those that have been here for years and years and those that are just now getting built and they're beautiful, luxurious communities. Uh, You can have the best of the best and those that maybe don't have the best reviews. But when you get down to two or three different senior living communities, what do family members do?
0: So I always highly recommend, you know, the best, like you said, these big, huge, shiny pennies you know they're putting a lot of money into the building itself and 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 sometimes you don't have that feeling you you don't have the heart right so let's say you're down to a couple pop in pop in on in the evening or on the weekend yeah, or a so, weekend yes absolutely <laughs> evening, yeah, absolutely and you should still be greeted with that same friendly face you know just a different face but it should be, you know, you'll know, mm-hmm. you know, because it's so important. Yeah. It really is important to really do and, and dig in to the, the nitty gritty of that community, the heartbeat of the community.
1: Yeah. And what if somebody turns them away? Like what if they said, I want to go and take a look at your assisted living real quick and just kind of do a little pop in. I've ha- I had a tour a couple of days ago. I just want to pop in again and take a look at the layout. What if they said, "Oh, no, we can't, not
0: this time"? Oh, well, that's a little red flag. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, maybe a big red flag because there should be somebody there. Yep, we have twenty four seven. You know, communities have have staff. Um, a lot of times, leadership is there during the week. You know, sometimes they're not there on the weekend, but somebody is there. Mm-hmm. You know, we always are staffed. You know, twenty four seven, so somebody should be able to, you know, show you that that apartment again. Yeah. I would agree that would be a red flag and even if it was
1: your chef that your executive chef Absolutely. that does the tour, yep. they should still have that feeling yep. once again.
0: And a good community, they do communicate. So if we have somebody that's very interested, Everybody should know about it, mm-hmm. you know they talk about that at a at a stand up in the morning or in the afternoon, but um, I've had chefs when you said that I've had one chef that used to do a great tour for me on the weekends, <laughs> <laughs> so would he cook for him? Oh yeah, <laughs> Yes. oh yeah,
1: it's <laughs> the best way to do it, man yep. food is food is the way food to the is heart. love. <laughs> <laughs> I think that tip and trick for deciding. One between the other of just popping in and seeing if they get that same feeling, um, seeing if those amenities are still up and running in the way that they are, seeing if activities are still running in the way that they were when you were doing the visit. Because my fear is something that you had said earlier is we do the discovery and we find out that they're an avid piano player and then we make sure that there's music coming, you know, while they're coming in. And that sounds like a setup a little bit, right? But I think that we really need to talk to people and say, to the families and say, we tailored this so that way mom would feel comfortable when she came in for this tour. Yep. Because I feel if I, if I didn't have the knowledge that I do now, I would be like, oh my goodness, they're, they're just putting this play together,
0: you know? <laughs> One other thing that I want to I bring up, Megan, um, is safety. You know, it, we want to make sure that it's safe. Not just um, if they need memory care in a secured environment, but like um, for you know fire drills, are they up to date on their fire drills? And I think are that's they- a fair question to ask Fair question, making sure that the exits are very well marked, you know, because um, they should be everybody should be doing drills it's mm-hmm. it's mandatory yeah. you that know there's nothing crowding up the hallways. absolutely, no yeah. tripping
1: hazards, yeah, I think safety. The care aspect, mm-hmm. asking how people are trained, what type of specialized training that they have, um, what platform they do they use. I think that's a question that people don't ask. And deciding if somebody said, oh, yeah, we typically use uh, Relias is a big one. That's where people do a lot of their online training. If it's strictly online training and that's the only specialized training, yeah. I mean, think about yourself. If you're only being taught to do things or learn new things uh, when it comes to caring for our seniors virtually, you might not grasp all of it. Yeah, so
0: you need a lot of hands-on
1: training. Yes, understanding what that hands-on training Mm -hmm. is, um, understanding how long people have worked there. When you had said earlier, this just jogged my memory, when you had said earlier, asking the residents questions like, how long have you lived here? Asking the care team, how long have you worked here? Uh, seeing their longevity with the community, yep. seeing if they actually value where they work and they're proud of where they work. I think that's a fair question that, to ask. That's too. That's
0: a great question to ask, Megan.
1: And then, lastly, I would say dignity. Like, what are some questions that we ask when it comes to dignity?
0: Or is it? Or is it even a question? Is it just? It's ob- e- observation. Observation. Yeah, I was going to say that when they're when they are in um, touring for a loved one, making sure the residents look, look They're. I always say Sunday best, you know, they always want to look good. They always did look good, you know, just because they're in assisted living or memory care, you know, making sure the environment, it, it doesn't, there's no odors, Mm -hmm. you know, that's another dignity thing. Um, you know, making, and again, it's, it's an observation, like you said, but, but really doing and looking, especially like you said, pop in on a weekend,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and um, everybody should look their Sunday best.
1: Yeah. I think if I were to, and this kind of goes back to our words matter episodes, but uh, our episode, I think if I were to go tour a senior living community and I saw care team members saying, let's go use the potty or let's put on this bib or, <laughs> you yeah. know, or I walked in and I saw a resident's hair just completely a mess. And listen, Hey, Everybody has their day. It might just be a resident that is having a bad day. So look at the total population and not yes. just one resident. If you see one resident, especially when it comes to our licensed communities like assisted living or memory care, if you are walking past a resident and you see one resident out of all the others just look a little... Disheveled. Yeah, yeah. Their like <laughs> hair is a little messy. It's a little greasy. Maybe showering is a challenge. Exactly. So we know that this can be very overwhelming for families. Correct. And earlier, you had when I had asked you, like, what are the tips and tricks? You said, do your research. Is there a resource that's out there that you recommend families taking a look at? Sure,
0: there's several all over the web, but uh, PlaceForMom.com is mm-hmm. probably a great place to start. They do have uh, checklists for you. You can even print off and take with. Um, so that's a really good resource yeah it's probably the number one, yeah,
1: I am a huge checklist person, so I feel like what I would do is print out that checklist, and I think correct me if i 'm wrong it's like a memory care checklist, an assisted living checklist, and then like a general senior living checklist correct that's awesome. I would probably print that out for every every senior living community i 'm going to and see which one has the most check marks by the end of it, you know, just seeing which one checked all my boxes.
0: Absolutely. Physically checked all my boxes. And they should challenge and they should challenge back too because this is a big decision. Huge decision for your loved one um and you want to help them. This is I always say we're um senior communities, it's your um it, we're the last place to that they're going to be in. Um we want to make it the best. Mm-hmm. You know, amazing to the last breath.
1: Yeah and that in itself is a huge responsibility to undertake but I hope that people that are listening to this podcast can take away some of the things that we had talked about today because I think it's so insightful and impactful when you start shopping around either for yourself or for your loved ones so Beth thank you so much for co-hosting with me today you were the perfect co-host so thank you again and till next time Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the conversations about how our perception of aging is changing and why. If you'd like to learn more information, please go to our Facebook page at Young Heroes Podcast or email us at admin at unyoungheroes.com.